0: Chapter Twenty Two of *The Young Marooners on the Florida Coast*. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Natalie Paula. *The Young Marooners on the Florida Coast* by F. R. Golding. Chapter Twenty Two. Walk on the beach. Frank's first words the next morning, as in his night clothes he ran from Mary's room, were, "Have you brought my pig?" Yes, yes, they answered, three of them, and all yoke to boot, so that they cannot get either into the garden or the cornfield. Frank did not comprehend this enigmatical language. He hastily dressed and went out. Close to the awning he found the newcomers sitting, each secured by the novel pillory, which Harold had contrived. They were ugly-looking creatures, with long hypocritical faces, coarse, grisly hair, and an expression of countenance exceedingly contemptible frank had often seen opossums before but the fancy name of pigs has caused him mentally to invest them with the neat and comely aspect of the little grunters at home when he hurried from the tent and saw them in their native ugliness, writhing their naked snaky tails he turned away with unaffected disgust they are not very pretty said harold watching the changes that flitted across the little fellow's face no indeed he replied they are the ugliest things i ever saw you may keep them and feed them yourself i will not have time for mine the unsightly appearance of the opossum excites in many persons a prejudice against its use for the table but when young and tender after having been kept for several days its flesh is so nearly in taste like that of a roast pig that few persons can distinguish the difference a cage for the captives was soon constructed of poles several inches in diameter, notched into each other and approaching at the top like a stick trap the floor was also guarded with poles to prevent their burrowing out now we need one or two troughs for their water and food observed harold after their prisoners loose from their neck locks had been introduced into the airy saloon erected for their accommodation i propose therefore that mary and frank shall go with one of us to shell bluff and bring home a supply of conch shells to be converted as we need them into troughs cups dippers and trumpets mary and frank needed no persuasion to go upon this excursion after the glowing description given by the boys on their return from the beach. Robert preferred to remain with Sam. The others set off, Harold with his gun, which, for reasons of policy, was an inseparable companion, Mary with a basket, and Frank with his dog and hatchet. On arriving at the beach, down which they were to pass for a mile or more, the youngsters amused themselves for a time with writing names or making grotesque figures in the hard, smooth sand. Then ran to overtake Harold, who had walked slowly on, watching the seagulls plunge after their prey on the surface of the water. For a short distance they went with him side by side, chatting though through mere excitement, then dashing far ahead. They picked up shells and other curiosities thrown up from the sea. Several times was Mary's basket filled with prizes, and afterwards emptied for others still more beautiful, before they reached a place which the boys had named Shell Bluff. The beach at that place was lovely indeed. For a half a mile or more it looked like snow, mottled with rose-color here and with dark brown there, while crowning the bluff above, a waved cluster of tropical palmettos, around whose bases gathered the dark and fragrant cedar. Again Mary replenished her basket, Frank filled every pocket he had and his cap besides, and Harold collected his handkerchief full of fine-looking conch-shells they were about returning when their attention was attracted by the shell of an enormous crawfish whose body alone was nearly a foot long and whose claws extended far in front were of hideous dimension this last harold said he must take home for mr philosopher robert and learn from him what it was robert was much pleased to see the collections they had made and particularly so with the shell he said this was another proof, if he needed any other, to show that they were on the western coast of South Florida, for he had often heard of the enormous crawfish that bounded there, and they were almost equal in size to the lobster. "'Let us be sure, Harold,' said he, "'to put it beside your oyster with the raccoon's foot, "'as the beginning of the museum gathered from the island.' "'Yes, and our rattlesnake-skin,' Frank added. "'And our turkey's tail, and Frank's plume,' said Mary.' "'We are the beginning of a museum already, for there are besides these things about twenty varieties of shells and seaweeds in this basket, some of which I have never saw before.' Harold was as much interested as any in the idea of a museum, for though he knew nothing of its proper arrangement, he had good sense enough to perceive that it was a very ready means of acquiring and retaining knowledge." "'But the name of this island,' said Robert, musing, "'I have several times wished that we had one. "'And why should we not? "'For who has a better right to give it a name than we, its only inhabitants?' "'He expressed the mind of the whole company, "'and they soon proceeded to call upon each other for nominations. "'The rule in such cases, I have heard, "'is to begin with the youngest,' said Robert. "'So, Master Frank, do tell us what you would have it called.' "'Frank mused a moment, and replied, "'I will call it Turkey Island.' "'because turkeys were the first thing we saw here.' "'My name, I think, shall be the Island of Hope,' said Mary, "'as her brother's eye rested on her. "'We have certainly been hoping ever since we came, "'and will continue to hope until we get away.' "'Yes, but we sometimes despair, too,' answered Robert, "'especially on the morning after the storm. "'I thought of the Calusa name, the Enchanted Island. "'Please, Massa,' Sam implored, "'don't call him by that name.' i begin to see ghosts now and i afraid if you call em so i will see ghosts and de spirits all de time i think a more suitable name still said harold is the island of refuge it certainly has been to us a refuge from the sea and from the storm and if it is the enchanted island of which riley spoke it will also prove a refuge from the indians for none will dare trouble us here sam declined suggesting any name he said pointing across the river to the bluff where he had met with his accident "'dat my place ober Turcide, side, and my name for him is Poe Hope.'" The name decided by the universal acclamation was the Island of Refuge. "'I wish we had a horn of oil,' said Robert. "'I would anoint it as discoverers are said to do, "'and if any person could suggest an appropriate speech, "'I would repeat it on the occasion. "'But the only words I can think of now are, "'Isle of Beauty, fare thee well.'" and as much as I admire everything around, I hope ere long to repeat those words in truth. End of chapter 22